the Gator Soccer Podcast is on the air. From the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, it's the next generation of Gator Sports media personalities, bringing you the latest in Gator Sports, courtesy of the Orange and Blue Sports Network. It's your Gator Soccer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Orange and Blue Sports Network the official home for Stu Run Radio play-by-play broadcast and podcast coverage of the Florida Gators. My name's Nick Diaz, and you're listening to the Gators Soccer Podcast. The Gators are 5-5-4 five, five, on the season. They are 1-4-2 and two in the SEC, 3-2-1 at home, and 2-3-3 three, and three on the road. The Gators are currently coming off a loss to 9th-ranked Arkansas 3-0. Additionally, the Gators sit at the bottom of the SEC East with two points. They currently have no wins in the SEC East. Their record is 0-2-2. With three games left in the regular season, the Gators look to finish on a high note entering the postseason. The three games they have remaining are against Auburn, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. The game against Auburn will be at home Vanderbilt will be their last road game of the regular season, and South Carolina will finish off the regular season at home. Now, highlighting some positive things about the Gators, Megan Hinnenkamp and Lena Bailey were named in top drawer soccer's top 100 freshmen in the nation. Hinnenkamp was ranked 20th, and Lena Bailey was ranked 76th. The duo currently leads the Gators in scoring with six goals for Megan Hinnenkamp, and three goals for Bailey. Let's move into the Arkansas loss. So Florida went into Arkansas and lost 3-0 on the road. Florida is scoreless in their last three games. They have yet to score a goal since they beat LSU 4-0. Arkansas moved to 10-3-1 after this game with a 6-1 conference record. They're 2-1 in the SEC West, and they sit second in the SEC West with 6 points, trailing Texas A&M with 10 points. Going into this game, it was a scoreless first half. Both teams were kind of figuring out the way to play, figuring out their game plan, but the second half opened up with Arkansas scoring pretty quickly. Arkansas was able to score in the 47th minute, Sophie Aragon was able to score a right-footed strike and was able to score from short distance in the 47th minute. 20 minutes later, at the 67th minute, the Razorbacks scored off a corner. Florida goalkeeper Alexa Goldberg actually saved this corner. However, she saved it right into the head of Sabrina Jones, who was able to score off the deflection. Later, The Razorbacks pushed the lead to 3-0 when Tankersley scored from 6-yard off the square from a pass from Avery Wren. Analyzing this game, it looks very similar to the last couple of games for the Gators. The Gators gave up 16 shots, I'm sorry, 15 shots with 6 shots on target. And Florida was only able to get off 6 shots, which is a little bit better than their past couple games where they were sitting around two and three against Georgia. The Gators only had two shots. 
So it's been a bit of a rough go for the Gators at since their 4-0 win against LSU, which I should point out is the Gators' only SEC win of the season. They've had trouble in conference play, major trouble in conference play, and it's the reason why they're sitting at the bottom of the SEC East. Now, Florida shot well below their season average of 10.4 shots a game. This number has come down from what was a little bit above 11 just two weeks ago. To kind of put into perspective the tough games Florida has been in, Arkansas was right at their season average, 15 shots, and they averaged 16. So Arkansas did their job. They came in and and they dominated against a Florida Gators team that hasn't found their footing this season and has had trouble in the last two to three weeks or so. Arkansas also had eight corners. Florida only had two, and Arkansas was able to score off a corner. One thing this tells me is that Arkansas was able to push the ball down Florida's throat. It tells me Arkansas was deep in Florida's side of the field for most of the game. Eight corners is a lot of corners to be giving up for Florida. Florida also had a very high foul game. Florida had 15 fouls. I believe that is two out of the last three games where Florida has had 15 fouls or more. That's not a good sign for Florida. They need to play more disciplined on defense. Moving on, the Gators have their last double game week of the of this regular season. They kick that off tomorrow against Auburn at home. Auburn is 6-5 and 4 on the season, which is quite comparable to Florida. And Auburn is 2-3-2 and in the SEC. They're 4-2-2 and at home. And they've had some trouble on the road. They're 2-3-2 and when they're away. Auburn sits just below Alabama in the SEC West with five divisional points. They're 1-2-2 and in the division. This is a special game for Florida fans. This is the Gators' Kick for the Cure Cancer Awareness Match. The first 150 fans get pink rally towels. And cancer survivors and those currently in battle are welcome to the field to welcome the Gators onto the pitch. Now, the last time these two teams met, Florida lost 2-0 to what at the time was a 23rd-ranked Auburn just two years ago on October 17, 2021. Auburn has spread the wealth on the scoring side of the ball. They're led by Anna Haddock, who has four goals and five assists, and Sidney Richards, who has also has four goals and two assists as well. Those are just two out of 11 Auburn players to score a goal this season. Auburn likes to get their players involved, and, ga- and, and the Gators are going to need to be worried about that. They're going to need a game plan for a lot of different Auburn players that have the ability to put the ball in the back of the net. Auburn is currently averaging 11.8 shots per game. They're currently allowing 8.4. For comparison, Florida's averaging 10.4 shots a game, and they're allowing 6.5. Now, if you're hearing this and you're thinking to yourself, these stats are very similar, these two teams are very similar in their stats, in their, their record matches up, and their stats are quite similar as well. Just a couple weeks ago, Florida's average was a little bit closer to Auburn's 
as I believe Florida was averaging just about 11.7 shots a game. That number has dropped to 10.4. But I think this is a very even matchup if you're a Florida fan. Florida is also better at home than they are on the road, but the Gators have been shaky against SEC competition. I believe this is a must-win game for the Gators. You're heading into the postseason. You want to finish off the season strong, and Florida has looked very good in certain games. Certain games they have looked not so good. This is a game where they can look like the team they've shown themselves to be against LSU, for example, or against Stetson. Florida is capable of grinding out these wins, getting big wins. And if you're a Florida fan, this is a must-win game for the Gators heading into a tough matchup against Vanderbilt on Sunday. Moving on to that game, that is the last road game of the regular season. Vanderbilt is 8-4-3 on the year. They're 3-4 and four in conference play. They are unbeaten at home. Unbeaten. They're 8-0-2 oh, at home. They're 0-4-1 oh, on the road. Vanderbilt is second to last in the SEC East. They are 1-3 in the division, and they have three points. The only team that sits below them, you guessed it, Florida. The last time these two teams met, Vanderbilt won 5-2 on the road on October 22nd, 2022. Vanderbilt, similar to Auburn, spreads the wealth on offense. The Commodores are currently led by Rachel Dreski, who has six goals and four assists, and Ella Eggleson, who has five goals and two assists. These are two out of ten Vanderbilt players to score this season, very similar to Auburn, who has 11 players who have scored this season. Now, Vanderbilt is a very similar team to Arkansas in the way they shoot the ball. Vanderbilt averages 14 and a half shots a game and they allow 6.6. So they have a very solid defense, just allowing 6.6 shots per game. Florida allows 6.5 and Florida has a very good defense. So if you're a Florida fan, this is going to raise some alarm bells for you heading into Sunday's game on the road, number one, because Vanderbilt hasn't lost at home. They're unbeaten at home. They average 15 shots a game. Florida has lost every game, or most games rather, where a team shoots over 13 shots or 12 shots a game. High shooting teams tend to get the better of the Florida Gators. The Vanderbilt defense is anchored by goalkeeper Kate Devine, who has 34 saves and only 11 goals allowed for a save percentage of 75.6%. This reminds me very much of the Mississippi State game where Florida faced a very, very good defense that locked the Gators up, for lack of a better word. They put the clamps on the Florida Gators, and this game is is going to be a difficult one for the Gators, who have not been good on the road this season, just under 500 to go along with three draws on the road. They only have two wins on the road, three losses, three draws. I think Florida can pull it out 
It's going to be a tough game. I don't I don't know how much confidence I want to put in the Gators heading into Sunday. I do put a lot of confidence in them tomorrow night because they're at home. They're playing a team that's has a very similar style to them in Auburn. Against Vanderbilt, it's a little bit different, and it's going to depend on how well this offense can perform. They've had trouble. Like I said earlier, Florida hasn't scored in three straight games, and even because of this, freshman Megan Hennenkamp still leads all SEC freshmen in goal scored with six. So Florida has had success on offense during the season. Now it's a matter of can they do it against SEC competition? The most goals they scored against an SEC team was four against LSU, and that game was an awesome game to watch, and it was a dominant performance for the Gators. Looking at these next two games, I think the Gators will split. They'll win tomorrow against Auburn, and I think, unfortunately, they end up losing in Vanderbilt against a good team that is unbeaten at home and has a record that is just one game under 500 in conference play, beating Missouri, Texas A&M, and Ole Miss. For context, Texas A&M is first in the SEC West. However, it will be exciting to see what Florida can put together and do in these next two games. That's going to do it for the Gators Soccer Podcast on the Orange and Blue Sports Network, the official home for student-run radio play-by-play broadcast and podcast coverage of the Florida Gators. Make sure to follow our social medias at OBSN Gators on Instagram and Twitter. You can check out my social media pages at nick.diaz underscore six on Instagram and nickdiaz underscore eight on Twitter. You're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Come back next week where I'll recap the games against Auburn and Vanderbilt and look ahead to the game against South Carolina next Thursday.